right? People have forgot a certain level of patience yes. to be able to make a marketing channel work, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the the team and I, we take the stance of, look, if we, if you, if any company decides to leverage the power of audio, regardless of if it's a client acquisition partner, or a lot of times, I think even in your case, a talent retention or talent acquisition channel, or even when we're talking about that circle of awesomeness, maybe it's a partner, a new partner, a new joint venture type of acquisition, right? It's not always just a front-end client. If we're going to partner with a brand, you know, we want them to understand that it is that medium. It's, It's a brand equity play. Welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. My name is Chris Thompson, your host of the show and the head coach of the Student Works Management Program. This is a show dedicated to young and ambitious entrepreneurs and ultimately the leaders of tomorrow. Each week, we will bring you an inspiring interview or message to help you create the future you know you deserve. Let's get started. Leaders, I am super excited about bringing um, one of our alumni, Jay Wong, to the podcast. He was uh, one of our early podcasts, episode 21, and he is one of our top-rated speakers. He has continued to speak at our our operator events over the years. He helped founded this this podcast and uh, is really a key part of our marketing you know, decision-making strategy when we, we're doing things, you know, we're really talking about things. Jay's part of those conversations and gives us his input, gives, you know, and, and I know I've, I've been really involved in a, a lot of uh, the decisions he's making uh, just a really, really amazing, amazing person, you know, uh, just a great, great person. Um, we dig into really what's happened in the last two, two and a half years, how his business has progressed, how student works has progressed, the impact of the podcast, what's happening in the world of marketing. And we just we just have a fantastic conversation. I loved it. I'm sure you'll love it too. And you know what it's all about. We have this podcast just to remind people to think about, you know, I'd like you to think right now, who do you know who may be just a young student, a young person looking to make a difference in the world, become a powerful leader. They need great coaching a great program to do so. Please send them my way. You can hook me up at LinkedIn uh, on my LinkedIn account. You can you can send them this podcast. You can send them to studentworks.com so that they can apply and get more information. Thanks so much. Have a super fantastic day. Well, Jay, I'm so excited to have you back. Um, we were reminiscing before we got started. Jay was episode 21. January 16, 2019 was our uh, original conversation on the Leaders of Tomorrow. So welcome back, Jay. Chris, always such a pleasure to have any conversation with you, but always the fun ones that are recorded. Um, it's been over 200 episodes Yes, by the time that this gets released. Yeah. Yeah, How be- crazy has that? And the world's obviously changed quite a changed. bit in the last yes, it has. couple yeah. of years. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. Uh, right now, we're tentatively lined up for episode two hundred and thirty-five. We do these episodes well in advance, so then I can really focus on the things. I'm predominantly my goal is is which is to coach an amazing group of students through a preseason or through a summer, and so 
you know, the podcast is something that we do to sort of help build our brand, to help get our message out. And really, um, you know, one of the things that, that, you know, we, we both thought that we could do is just kind of reminisce from both our perspectives of, you know, where were we January 16th, 2019 and where are we now? So, you know, like we basically were on the, the brink of running a $10.5 million business. Our business was about to grow uh, 25% in operator averages. You know, one of the things that uh, Reed Hastings talks about at Netflix is, is talent density. And our mm. talent density that year really, really grew. And so, so our averages grew 25%. We got really, really better at who is really right for this program, who's not right for this program and got more and more serious about, and it's not like one of the things we, we, we're, we've been calling it a minimum J, but now we're, I, I, I want to return it because it's, it's not a minimum because, because the performance to have $30,000 booked by the middle of May is really exceptional, but we're just full of exceptional people. So, so we're going to, we're going to call it something else, but if people aren't exceptional, then we say, Hey, it's okay. You know, go do something else, you know, because we only want people to really win in a big way here and not have a, a, a preliminary entrepreneurial experience that isn't super profitable. But, but I remember that was the, the first year where really the business just stepped right up. And obviously we started our podcast and it was really amazing what a whole bunch of things worked about, right? It was like the podcast, the averages jumping the talent density jumping. Yeah. And one of the coolest things was our retention rate went from 35% to 50%. So it's, it's all these things morphing together. Yeah. And, and, and of course, you know, the leadership team, you know, doing an exceptional job and just being that much more committed, our structures getting better, our branding getting better, us, you know, getting out on social media more and more and more. And it's really interesting kind of how marketing plays a role in the business around all these different things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's funny that you, you, you bring this up because I think when we initially, you know, we're discussing the show, mm-hmm. right. You know, the kind of sometimes the first thought it's like, well, are we going to do a show on painting? Or are we going right. to do a show on, 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 on the internship or the summer right. management program? Like what, what are the components of, of talking yeah. about? It? And we ultimately ended up at the name of the, the leaders of tomorrow. Yes. Right. So it's almost like we, it's not that you guys did not lean in to no. the, to the, to the leader aspect of it. Right. But it's almost like we, you set the container, you yes. know, for, Hey, look, this is where, this is where the vision of mm-hmm. what is possible, not just with money, not just with what you could do with one year or two yeah. years, right? But the, the how you can improve individually, male, female, whether regardless if you want to run your own business, want to, yeah. you know, work at a, you know, Fortune 500 company, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. Your leadership is going to play that critical role, yeah. you know, in, 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 in being able to do that. And I think the podcast, it just, it, it we talked about it all the time internally, you yes. know, in, in, in previous conversations, right? Where we just got the chance to highlight, right, some of the ex- exceptional leaders that have come through yeah. the program in yeah. previous years, right? It was so it's so crazy to see, you know, so and so graduated, you know, some some of them were just active, award winning, you know, record breaking, you know, operators, right? Yes. Others were, hey, we did the program 
20 plus years ago. I had my yes. son do the program. I had my yes. daughter do the program. Right? Like, <laughs> you hear all these different stories and you get that range, yeah. you know, yeah. in terms of what's possible with, yeah. with leadership. And I think that just speaks to, you know, how we've been able to, you've been able to have those conversations and how you, the, the training that kind of comes with student works. Right. Yeah, no, you're you're so right. And there's something more as well as we talk about it, Jay. It's it's like this is what I've been really doing all my career. And we got better and better at explaining what we've been doing. So one of the things is now you'll see, I think we're up to 65, but I know we have a whole bunch more to throw up for this coming year. But all these testimonials from all our past alumni, we just can't look at this program and say, Look at all the amazing people have done this program. It clearly works, right? But we've we've done better at through every stage of the program showing the value of the program. You know, it's it's one of those things where um, you know, through most of the years of the program, we really wouldn't talk about coming back until the summer. And then, you know, we move that up and up and up, but now we talk about it right from the start, right from our first meeting. Oh, here's why this is a multi-year program. This is, these are the types of things that you can gain through learning about the program. This is what, you know, we have people who, who, you know, Mac, Mac Mercier, shout out Mac, you know, he's in his fourth year at Queens and, and he's heading for, well, right now he's got $300,000 booked in the middle of April. Uh, so he's heading for $600,000, $700,000, you know, to earn, you know, just an incredible amount of money while in full-time school. And you just go like, you know, where can someone earn that type of money full-time, you know, not just in full-time yeah. school. So it's, and, and I know Max learning every year has been more, his growth every year has been more. So we're really doing a great job of just saying, no, this isn't something you need to stop. You know, this is something that you can keep learning, keep growing, keep developing. And then we've also improved the the training in the program to our veterans and keep, and again, it's kind of like, pushing the leadership down so that more and more, you know, leaders have more and more growing businesses. And, and, you know, our, our teams, like I know you were an operator years ago. Well, you were an operator with a group of people who worked with you. But now that we have operators who have senior team members, you know, and production managers and sales managers, and they they really have a, just a team, big, big teams underneath them. And that's making all the difference. And they're setting up structures and programs and, and systems that are really, really helping run their businesses at way bigger scale. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's fascinating. It's, it's just crazy. Yeah. Like it's, it's, and I, this is why I've always appreciated and loved our conversations, right? Because it always gets me, you know, there's always these like mini kind of takeaways, right? right. And, you know, one of the, one of the things that, that you, you pointed out was like, Having, you know, like setting the container and setting that vision is one thing, right? Yes. But talking about that from day one, yes. you know what I mean? And, and that's just something, and I mean, you guys have been doing it a lot longer, just yes. in, in terms of timeline and, and years, right? Yeah. And that has just been something over the last few years, I, I could just, you know, speak for myself and, and the team where we got really dialed in as well, right? right? Are we in the game of you know, hey, here's a, here's a podcast and, and here's what it's, you know, here's X amount of deliverables, right? Or is it actually part of a bigger vision for a lot right. of the, the companies and the brands that we partner with, right? Because I think, you know, firsthand having the podcast, especially nowadays in, in a 2021, uh, you know, noisy world, it's, it's not to say that it's bad, but you almost can't just have the content, 
for right? sure. And, and you can replace podcasts for LinkedIn. You can just yes. replace LinkedIn for Instagram, right? Hey, I'm going to do Instagram. Let me just put out one video, right? Let me just put out one quote card, yes. right? And it's like, well, you know, is, is that bad? It's like, well, it's kind of like a good first step. You yes. know what I mean? But there's going to be other components that you might want to leverage, right? If you are serious in terms of guiding your audience or your customers to that bigger vision, right? That bigger container. You know? Exactly. Exactly. And, and so, so Jay, you know, you know, while we sort of walk through the, the progress in our business, we might as well also talk about the progress in your business. So, so two and a half years ago, you had really just started Podcast Your Brand and it really just started. We, you know, I don't know what number we were about launching a top 100 podcast, you know, um, you know, maybe you recall, uh, but, but now, you know, what's your business become or how do you think differently about, about your business versus how you thought about it two and a half years ago? Yeah. So Chris, I mean, you were, when I started in podcasting, obviously the, the agency wasn't the first iteration wasn't the first idea, nor was it something that I wrote on a vision board and nor was it (laughs) something, you know, like a major kind of goal, right? I think like a lot of entrepreneurs that start businesses, you're asking yourself that question of, Hey, I'm building up this audience. I'm building up, you know, these things, but what problem could I add the most value into? Right. And as I was, you know, podcasting, as I was creating content, you know, people reached out to me and said, Hey, could you help us with our podcast? Could you help us with our show? Right. And back then the format that I was able to serve in, in the, in what I believe to be the highest capacity at that time, um, was through our online programs. We had online right. programs, we had memberships. And I think you remember this, we, we used to do these like two day, um, kind of intensive events, right. Uh, we do a couple in, in Toronto, yeah. uh, every year and it was great. Like, you know, I, I, I had a lot of fun being able to do it. We traveled tons, especially in, in, in those earlier first years. And the agency was actually something that was born out of one of, uh, we, we had a, you know, she was one of our first clients, just similar as you guys, like right around that same timeline. Yeah. And she had attended one of our events. And at the end of the two days, she said, Jay, I love everything you stand for. You're my guy. I believe in you. You know, I, I, I paid to be here, but I'm going to tell you right now, wholeheartedly, I'm never going to execute or be able to do any of these things that you're telling us to do. But I'll tell you what, Chris, I'll write you a bigger check if you could figure out how you could do it for me. Yes. Right. And it was, and it was that in that moment that I thought, oh, wow, maybe there is a bigger way that we can play a bigger role. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and that's really where the idea of what if we just eliminated all the hard stuff, right? What yes. if we just eliminated all yeah. the difficult to do things. And we just said, Hey, client or partner, what if you could just record? Yes. You know what I mean? What if you could just give us the raw content, right? Because ultimately that's, that's really where a lot of our clients shine, yes. right? They're the industry expert. They yeah. know their topic in and out. They have a years of experience, tons of stories. Things pop up in their heads all the time. You know, they're all great quick starts, right? Yeah. So getting on the mic or getting on video is no issue for them. It's yeah. typically after we stop the recording, that's really where the <laughs> problems happens? come up. <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, well, and I remember Jay, I remember Jay, when we were, we were starting to think about this, you know, we were, we were talking about it and, uh, with, with, um, you know, Helen, who's our CEO. And 
we were talking, well, you know, hey, maybe we could train somebody to do this. And and Helen just, you know, dead stop. No, you know, <laughs> you know, no, we're creating a solution, you know. And really it was like, yeah. you know, Chris, there's just no way you can repeatedly do this, you know, or the tech the tech space. It's like, no, we just need to, you know, okay, great. Here's, here's, here's what you'll be great at doing. Let's reconnect with all our amazing alumni. Let's get them on the, on the podcast. Let's, let's, let's have, and, and that's turned into, as you mentioned, you know, all the, all of our amazing operators and telling their stories and, and, and having them on. And I know I've already got planned for about six or seven this summer who, who are, who are, you know, this, this season so far, um, who are going to be coming on again, telling their okay. stories and making it real and then stop. And then David and others step in and they, yeah. they manage the editing, they manage the, the marketing, you know, Nancy at office, well done. And Steph, when she gets back when, from maternity leave, managed the getting in connection with people, posting it on LinkedIn and just making it seamless. And then I know your organization's taken that further. So before you were just, you're not, sorry, just, you were, let's do, focus on podcasting and now you're extending it. So, so how are you extending your business? And you're offering really. You know, yeah, because, you know, back then, I think even in 2019, it was, you know, everybody, it's kind of like having a best-selling book to some degree, right. right? Like, depending on the industry you're in, you might want to have those things because people thought this is an amazing brand authority positioning. Absolutely. Play, yes. Right? And so, you know, j to, just to, you know, um, in 2019, I had made a decision. I remember I was in Vancouver at that time. And I think this is just a good lesson to, to kind of reiterate for so many young entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs, yes. We had the course, we had the membership, we had the two-day events, and then we had the agency, this, this thing that just kind of was loosely put together, you know yeah. what I mean? And, you know, so that's four different offers, Yeah. right? That's four different buyer psychology. Yeah. Right. That's four different ways of people working with you and partnering with you. And I thought, you know, at best, are you saying at best I'm giving 25%, right? Yeah. Uh, a focus really yes. to some of yes. these people that are investing, you know, a, a good chunk of time and, and, and dollars with us versus, you know, I'm also spending maybe 25% for people that are investing a couple thousand with yeah. us in an online program or a two-day event. Not to say that they're not a great, you know, individual or great business no. owner. But I think in in the there does come a time in, in business where you have to make a choice in terms of how you want to be able to serve in yeah. the, in the biggest way and who you wanted to be able to spend time with, right? Because yeah. in in the beginning it was it was just me and like a couple of our our editors. We didn't really have our all our SOPs and our systems and our assistants. Yeah. Now, I mean, things are so much easier now. Like I can't yes. even imagine what we were doing back then. But you know. To, to answer your question, now the landscape in the last few years, it's 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 shifted. It's gotten more robust, right? Yes. It's gotten noisier, yeah. right? We went through this past year with, you know, a pandemic, you know, this and, you know, the, the in the news, it's just been getting, not that the news wasn't bad before, right? Of course, but news is always bad. To the point. <laughs> yeah, right. But it's, it's also gotten to the point where it, I think part of it is because people are, you know, um, you know, people are, are going through this whole pandemic, they're, they're trapped inside. It feels like they're a little more sensitive these days, for right? sure. So it yeah. doesn't matter if it's good or bad. People are taking sides, 
Yes. Right. And, you know, not to get into any of those conversations, but we we did a survey all the time. And, and I'm sure you filled out, you know, a couple a couple of these surveys over the last years where we said, hey, how can we make this service even better? How right. can we help make your life even easier? And we realized that if you just have the podcast, it's certainly it's kind of like general mission. You know what yes. I mean? You got yes. the ticket, you're in the yeah. theme park, you're it's great. Not to say it's bad, right? You're in the game. Right. Yeah. But if you're not leveraging other mediums such as social, right? Yes. And you don't have the right micro social assets, you know what I mean? Because your you, storytelling on podcasting might be 40 minutes, might be yeah. 20 minutes, might be 60 minutes, right? But that might not be storytelling on Instagram. That might not yeah. be storytelling on LinkedIn. You yeah. know, and I know, I don't know about yeah, about any anyone that's listening to this, right? But I know for me, every time I log in, I'm scrolling through. Right. Yes. And it's, it's relatively quick, you yes, know? And sure. so having those micro assets, that, that was one key thing. And even on top of that, having that distribution list, that email yes. list, right. And I know that necessarily hasn't made the biggest difference for, for you guys. Right. But for a number of our clients that created a, a, a trackability level, right. That just doesn't really exist with the pod because the podcast exists from a vanity metric almost standpoint. Right. Yeah. We have your ranking, you have the downloads, right? We have some consumption rate numbers, but or the paired with the email lists, it usually creates a, a deadly combination, especially in, in, in the marketing side of things in today's world. For sure, for sure. And, and I know I know for us, um one of our good friends, uh, you know, calls calls it a circle of awesomeness. You know that 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 when you yeah. when you when you have <laughs> you know your podcast going out, and then your micro targeting, and then and then all the feedback from from people loving your brand. You know that's that's what we're really looking to create, especially on on LinkedIn. And the podcast is one of those things. I know a lot for a lot of your clients, they are literally selling receivables, selling things on their podcast. We're really not doing that. We're getting the word out about it. We're, so it's a different, different thing. But one of the things yeah. I wanted to point out to our leaders um, was one of the things that, that Jay, Jay talked about was the biggest check. So whenever we're thinking about a business, yeah. we need to think about who can write us the biggest check. And it's not that they're better. And it's important in our business who can write the biggest check. So, so when he looked at those four groups, those people can write the biggest checks. Let's go do that. And I remember another thing, Jay, you told me was you had done a bunch of work for just kind of individuals, maybe brands that they were creating on their own. And you found that what ended up happening is they, they got started and then they fell off. And I think it's one of those things where, where it's a lot of times it's more vanity. It's more, oh, gee, maybe it's not getting the quite the impact. But, you know, we will run a podcast for a long, long time. You know, we're committed. Like this is, yeah. this is something that's really important. So, so it's not just the brand Chris Thompson's behind this because it's really not necessarily, well, I always run the, run the podcast. I imagine there's a future where I won't, but we'll continue to run the podcast because it's part of the brand. The student student works management program, so it's a feature that we have, and it's a feature for alumni to tune back in, hear what's going on. It's for all our operators, and then it's for all sorts of interested people about leadership. So we get all sorts of yeah. you know varied groups. So you know that's the other thing as well is is some of the people that you were doing business with weren't longstanding customers. Yeah, it's it's a super interesting point that you, that you bring this up because I think sometimes like when you're in it, like you you forget 
almost, yeah. right? Because you're just so deep in it. Um, but you're a hundred percent right, you know. And 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 on the flip side, to drive that to the highest degree, you know, we ended up partnering with Procter and Gamble, right? Wow. Uh, we're doing a podcast with their alumni network. I don't know if you 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 you. I you remember you that. told was, me. Yes. Um. Yeah. Last year at some point, and um, you know, there is such a thing as going to. You know, it's one thing to go upstream, like that might be the strategy, right? Yes. If you're working with people over here and, and you know, maybe the pricing's not right or, or something's not a good fit, you might want to go upstream. So that's that's great, right? We work with other B2B companies, other agencies, other SaaS platforms. When we did the show with Procter & Gamble, I love their brand. They're looking to drive it to the membership. They're big, probably one yeah. of the more recognizable names. For sure. Right? Top probably 100 companies in, in the world. For sure. What happened was that because we were doing it for such a big company, and this happens sometimes when you're in the financial field or the insurance field, is that there's certain things. It's, it's like there, there's this red tape that you kind of need to work through, yes. right? And and I was, you know, you're just thinking, oh, that's great. It's amazing. You know, big check, right? Certainly yeah. big check, right? But here's the thing. They ended up presenting sometimes all the work and iterations, they, they had to almost get approval from like a board. Yes. Right. And so now we're in the scenario where it's like, it's, it, are we creating the biggest, right? Are we creating more friction yeah. or are we creating like, whether it's for ourselves and, and for our, our partners, right. Or is this the most streamlined way of being able to do things? Right. Mm -hmm. And so even if we can add value to, let's say, you know, nine to 10 figure organizations, maybe our sweet spot is more within that seven high seven to, to eight figure range. Yes. Right. Where there is a bit of a team there, right? They're nimble enough where they can yeah. make decisions with us relatively quick. We don't have to yeah. get, we don't have nope. to wait three weeks for everybody <laughs> to give a, a thumbs okay, up, up yep. across the board. Right. And then on top of that, you know, we all know how the podcast goes. Sometimes we change things on the fly. Yeah. Right. Sometimes, you know, I, I I remember many moments where it's like, hey, Jay, we, we need to get this out sooner rather than later. Yes. Yeah. You, normally, you, normally not. But sometimes it's like, oh, here we want yeah. to push this out in two days or yes, exactly. Yeah. There was a change or and, and sometimes as well for us working with with some of our past alumni in really big companies. Well, sometimes we get a no. Like there are some enormous brands where we have people working. Well, Apple being one of them and love mm -hmm. Apple. There's nothing, you know, but they, they, they're they like, no, you know, you, nobody, you know, can speak for Apple except so-and-so and so-and-so. -and -so. So, right. so it's, and, and by the way, as well, this makes sense. If you're a world-class brand like that, it makes sense why they do things the way they do things. And it's how do you want to, what's best for you to operate your business? How do you set that up? And, and it's, and it's again, some of those things that you discover. So as our leaders in looking, looking forward for their business, you know, you'll, again, you'll bump into this, like what's, what's too big, what's the right side, what's the next opportunity. Um, and that again, so often it's not, you know, you, you bump into it and then, oh, let's, let's yeah. move here a little bit more. Let's move closer. Let's move closer. And, and, you know, so, so just in terms of size, how much has your business grown since, you know, January 16th, 2019? I mean. It's just so crazy to even like think, think back about it. to, to a yeah. couple of years. I mean, yeah, we, I mean, we've more than, I mean, we've definitely tripled at, yeah. at the very least. Yeah. Um, you know, I think like a normal month back then, maybe like, like 20, 
you yes. know, like a 20K month would be, you know, considered a, a, a pretty good win. Yeah. Um, now it was just me and like an editor and, and you know, like it, it was, it worked for yes. the the lifestyle and, and, the, and where I was at, at that time. But now, you know, it's not uncommon to see months of, you know, 50 to 70K awesome. in, in, in terms of, of revenue. And I think the best part about that is not necessarily just the numbers, yeah. um, because I've also come to learn that sometimes it's not about the money. Because I think when I was a lot younger, it's like you're, you're just chasing money a yeah. lot of times, right? It's, you know, for, for myself, I realized very quickly that happiness was not necessarily built into the fulfillment side. Of right. my business. I think, I think a lot of entrepreneurs run into this, right? And so having our team in place where I'm really not as involved in the, certainly not involved in any of the fulfillment aspects yes. of it. Um, some of the QA stuff when it, when it comes up, like quality assurance, even then, like it's very much, the deal is our clients still get a chance to partner with me on the strategy yeah. side, but our team has stepped up so massively from yeah. an implementation execution standpoint. Yes. You know, um, and so it's 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 pretty, it's very effective. You know, yeah. uh, we have tons of processes, tons of places. And in fact, you know, two of our team members just said, "Hey, you know, we're going to take a bit of time off in May." Right? It wasn't really a big deal. Like this just came in like yeah. two days ago. Yeah. Um, we said, "Okay, cool." We we kind of have a protocol for that we right can now. Can manage it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and and so it doesn't necessarily mean we're going to be putting in more hours or, or what right. have you. And so I think in the last couple of years, that's that's been one of the biggest things for myself, which is how do I remove? Because I think a lot of times in the beginning, especially if you're going into the personal brand, the thought leader, hey, I'm the teacher speaker in front of the room. Yeah, it's regardless if you are big into that ego or not. Literally, the entire business is predicated on you being the superstar. Yes. Right. Which kind of goes with what you're talking about, right? When we started working with thought leaders that are speakers, trainers, and these are people at the top of their game, right? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, and they literally get to travel the world. They get paid amazingly for being able to do it. They have these seven figure businesses where they literally show up, do their yeah. thing, and that's about it. Um, but guess what? Even in a time during COVID, a lot of those businesses still haven't recovered. We've yeah. seen, businesses, seven mid seven figure businesses literally go from that to nothing. Wow. Right. If they didn't have digital products and if they weren't willing to pivot. Yes. You know? And that was a big thing for me of just seeing like, how do I make myself less of a superstar? Mm -hmm. Right. Not because yeah. I'm not, or not because I, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. How do I make my team the, the superstar? superstar? Yeah. Yeah. Right. How do no. I make them the best in their role? How do I make, yeah. how do I help David, you know, Excel and managing, you know, clients in, in the back end. How do I make sure every one of our team members could step up for yeah. our clients, right? And and I'm sure you know this uh, because we have, you know, some yep. mutual friends that are clients and some, you know, clients yep. that are friends, right? People talk very big on these core values, these yes. mission statements, these the vision, the container, right? Yeah. And I think at the beginning, you're just so the money on on being able to create as much progress as possible and it's addicting and it's amazing and not to say any of that stuff is bad it's just that i do think over the last couple of years the biggest jump personally for me has been that right how do i be less the superstar less yeah. the face of you know all of it yeah. how do i make our team be the superstar yeah. so our clients are raving about them 
right? As well, think, opposed to J only, right? I think this is so great uh, for our leaders, you know, who want to take, you know, and really become really successful. And there's all sorts of ways that that happens. But a lot of times entrepreneurs, you know, have that, hey, I really want to make a difference in the world. I want to be that superstar. I want to be the center of things. And then recognizing, you know, no, we want to pull back. And I know one of the biggest things in my business as well is I'm less and less the hub of the wheel. And, and in fact, when I was the hub of the wheel, you know, the admin didn't work as well and the marketing wasn't as good and the structures weren't as good. So it's like, I'd been removed and I'm still the hub of the wheel, you know, in the middle of the trainings or the conferences or the, you know, or, or, or at times, you know, and, uh, you know, conference calls and, and leadership events, but it's like, all the structures to get there, I'm not. Um, and and mm. so it things move just so much better for the team. And so I totally recognize that. And and one of the things for our leaders to look at is there's a great program called Colby, K-O-L-B-E.com. And there it's about a $50, $60 program where you can go and determine how you go and make decisions, how you operate in the world. And it really is powerful. Both Jay and I are what are called quick starts, people who conceptualize and, and, and are great on the fly. And, you know, one of the reasons Jay was talking about was, you know, you're not great in the Q&A space. You're not great quality and assurance. You're not great in a do the same thing day over day over day. And even if someone was writing you really, really big checks to do that, your life eventually is going to really suck because you're not going to like your, 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 you're going to maybe like your bank account, but you're not going to like your life. And on the other hand, sitting down and talking strategy, sitting down and, oh, here, give me a mic and I got to go speak to people. You know, those are things that are really going to excite Jay and where you're going to be the best. And so, so Colby yeah. is a, is an opportunity for some of our leaders who might look at, oh, how, who am I, you know, and, and, and the, this is just one, yeah. one structure that could really help them understand. And then, also, where 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 am I best able to serve on a team? And then also knowing who I am, well, then I can I can just serve in that way. And then I'm I'm most likely as well not to burn myself out because I'm going to do stuff that I really enjoy. Yeah, and, and and Chris, I learned this like I don't know, maybe sometimes through uh, sometimes I feel like this is why we're picky, uh, honestly, yes. with the people we work with for sure uh, because I want them to be amazing people. Right? Yep. Because if we're going to do, if we're going to be working together for a couple of years, you know, making sure that is going to work for their business and brand. Sometimes I, I feel like I learn things through, through osmosis almost. For sure. Right. And, and you, and, and I don't even know if you notice some, sometimes, but you always say, you always, you always give gratitude to your team. You yes. always say, Hey, these guys are rock stars. They know what's going on. Yeah. They're great at marketing. They're great at this. Yeah. Right. And, and, and it dawned on me that I go, Oh, Chris is a very wise man because right. he never wants to be able to take the, the credit because yes. I think a lot of times when, especially when you're coming out of business school, you're thinking, I want to be, I need to be the founder. Yeah. I need to be the CEO. Like I need to be the person, the, yes. the man, the woman, you know, and business school certainly gives you that competitive edge, that fire, yeah. especially if you go to the, you know, any schools in the US or you do any business in the US, right? It's kind of like in that spirit of, hey, yeah. we are the absolute best, right? And you, 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 you learn to say that with certainty. You learn to say that with, with this deep-rooted confidence. But I think sometimes in, in business, like sometimes a better answer, in my opinion, is understanding that role and where you fit in best with, with the team. And you know, 
I can genuinely say, I don't think my role as just the operator is, is giving, like, I don't, I don't think it's the most effective, right? And yes. I think a lot of times for founders, their role is to be able to hold that vision, yes. not just for them. I mean, f- first and primary for themselves, right? As mm-hmm. in what's the vision, what type of life do, am I going after, yeah. right? What, what type of vision do I see for myself and my family and, and people around me, but to be able to hold that vision for their clients, yeah. their partners, yeah. to be able to hold that vision for their team. Right. And I'm sure you, you know, I don't know, could agree or disagree. Or oh, could I totally, that I, yeah, I totally, I totally agree. And one of the things you pointed out as well, and again, for our leaders who are, you know, good chance running their own business and, and involved in, in, in leadership, it's one of the things Jay talked about was, you know, choosing who you work with. You literally need to choose who you work with. They're, they're just not interviewing 100%. you. They're just not saying, oh, wow, this person can write a big check. No, we got to determine, you know, again, can I provide value so they're going to win and they're going to be happy? It's like what we do with our minimums, you know, so this person at the end is going to really love us. Well, that matters. And then on top of it, we're the, the, uh, we're going to be happy working with them. If you're finding someone who's like sand in the wheels, sand in the wheels, sand in the wheels there, you know, we, I have a reminder in my calendar. There was one operator a number of years ago who, who was just so negative and he basically, mm. um, criticized and complained and complained. And one of our top teams hardly, you know, returned 30% of their people or 20% of their people when they would have returned double. But because of that person's negative impact, by the way, the person was successful. They ran a good business, but they just were, I don't know, unhappy friction, you know, yeah. friction was their life. And so one of the things I do every year is just, do we have someone like this person? And again, I, I have nothing against this person, just so we're clear, but I really wish that person didn't come in my business. And if we have someone like that, again, we will, we will ask them to leave you know, ask them to leave or, or behave, you know, and, and that person, I just don't think could have, frankly, who knows, maybe, maybe, maybe if they were really aware that literally we would let them go, uh, that maybe they would have, but, but it's, it's just getting, Hey, it's, you know, and, and all that negative energy that someone like that sucks up, you know, really impacts every day. You know, if, if you have a negative interaction, like you're going to come out from this podcast and go, what a fantastic day. One of my next meetings, let's go do it because this is going to feed yeah. our energy, you know, um, this yeah. conversation. And, and, and so if you have conversations and, and not say every conversation is a great conversation, but you really have to have a value set up and, and people who want to, who you want to work with on a consistent basis. You, Chris, I have a quick story for you because sure. you just reminded me of a very full circle moment. Right? Sure. Because you're the first person to teach me, and I'm sure a bunch of listeners could probably attest to this, right? The four referability, referability habits. habits. You right? Okay. So that, okay. Keep that in mind if, sure. for, for your listeners. Everybody think about those, right? What are those, right? So we got to a point, and this was happened at the beginning of right around the, the, the COVID season. We, we yeah. kind of internally made, we had this conversation with the whole team. And we said, from now on, when we're working with clients, one of the the ways of noticing if we want to if we want to renew with them, right? If we want to invite them in for for a second season or a second year, or a lot of times even you know for myself, like when we're having those types of sales, you know, in conversations in the beginning, I'm trying to see, and this is something like it's very nuanced, right? Yeah. Which is we have, I've figured I discovered 
Um, and I didn't think it was a, like a big deal in the beginning, but I have discovered that people that are not, that do not say please and thank you yeah. are not, no matter how big the check is and no matter how, where their ambition is, no matter what, what all the other metrics are, if I start feeling that a little bit of that nuance, I know they're not going to treat our team with the level of respect ah, that yes. we dedicated to. And I think you know where I'm going because it didn't even dawn on me that that was one of the four referability habits Yes, until you just talked about this right now. And yep. I thought, oh my God, we make that as an internal kind of rule, like yep. a nuance, a very nuanced thing. And it's so difficult to really spot, right? Yep. But you know, because we, we did end up working with tons of clients that did not have gratitude, you yes. know, uh, built it, right? Yeah. And they were a little more demanding, maybe sometimes the team, I don't know, like me, yeah. I'm not saying it's 100% their fault or our fault, but I don't think I ever, when, when I looked back on those interactions and those engagements, a simple thing of not saying please and thank you to our team, yes. right? not just my, myself. It's not, no, it's, it's more important actually to say to your team. Because you're, you're, yes. you know, you, you, you're okay, right? You can, you can look after yeah. your state. You can look after your emotional, emotional place, but you know, cause the training and the coaching and everything that you've done, I 100% and we have operators, you know, who, you know, told that story, but we have operators who won't treat our office well. And literally we're like, just it's black and white. If, 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 you yeah. know, if, if you, if you treat my team like that, you are gone. I don't care. You know, like it's over. You know, and 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 just just it's just so so important for someone to get that. And again, disrespect can be showed in all sorts of ways. A lack of gratitude can be shown in all sorts of ways, right? You know, verbally by actions, by not following the program, by not you know by you know here here's the impact of that behavior. And uh, and but you know what's great is that overwhelmingly, when people do step out of line and you tell them, like especially when it's early, they go. Oh, I get it. Because like, and again, just, just to say, Hey, I'm not, I'm yeah. not a superstar. I'm not right all the time. I can remember being really upset, you know, yeah. with, with especially telecommunications giants and being totally harassed or they're changing my bill sure. or they're ripping me off and, and all sometimes yeah. I swear I do my best not to, I've really made progress over the last, over the last decade about swearing, but, <laughs> but it's like, I'll, I'll, I'll swear in frustration and then I'll get someone. Mm. Oh, you know, Mr. Thompson, I'll need to get off the phone if, 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 if you swear. And I go, you are so right. It is totally unacceptable. By the way, that was my frustration mm -hmm. and I was not swearing at you. And I'm so sorry. And again, it's sincerely sorry. Um, and I'm upset at Roger, certainly not upset at you. Um, and thank you for trying to work <laughs> through this with me. But, you know, it's one of those yeah. things as well, where, where for our leaders, so often, again, we, we allow this bad behavior because we're not saying stop. Right. So if there is bad behavior, we don't need to go make them bad, make them wrong. Oh, look yeah. at this, you know, because yeah. we all are weak in, in moments. Okay. We are strong lots, but we're weak in moments. So it's just, okay. Just point out, do you get that? That's not okay. I get it. Okay, cool. And you can just, again, you start the conversation from just, just seeing that person who had a weak moment. And, and, and then of course, if, if yeah. you see it persistent, then, then obviously it's a, it's a big deal. Yeah, no, I, I just, I, I, I love that we 
talked about that, you know, not, yes, not that exactly. we obviously, no, you know, no, reverse no, this or anything, but no, it's, I think it's just one of those nuanced things that like you only can understand it when yeah. you start seeing it and you see the client play itself out. And you're so yeah. right as the visionary, as the yeah. leader, right. You need to know when to step in. Yeah. Right. And, and, and when to be able to, to kind of, you know, be on that same page with yeah. the client and, and with your team. And it's, and it's also, it's also good to, to, to coach your teams. You know, if someone's getting upset, I understand you're really upset. I'll get off the phone now. I'll call, I'll call back. Like that's actually standard. I remember I was taught that in my twenties yeah. by my father, if someone was getting upset, okay, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do that and let it, you know, and it's just, and again, normally the conversation turns, if it doesn't, it's okay. No one, it's not appropriate as everyone knows, no abuse. No, not, not allowed. You know, it's just not allowed in, in our, you know, that we want to make our society safe. And, and it's how we, as you, you know, really where we started was how do we make our company a place that I, you want to work in. And then of course your team's going to want to work in, because again, if we don't, if, if we don't allow for a really safe and vibrant culture, people won't stay. And then again, all these talks about systems and protocols to have to use work, people aren't going to stay. Like the value of someone who yeah. stays in your business for a long, long time and totally understands their business is monstrous for you, right? So it's like, hey, Jay gets to do what he wants to do to grow the business, to develop the business, you know? So what's the, what's the future for Podcast Your Brand? Yeah, so we believe that a lot of these quote unquote, you know, not, not, not to say anything Here's what's happening in the marketplace, right? sure. which is people are looking at podcasting and they're looking at the next new thing. You can just kind of see it in the marketplace, right? In, in, in let's just say investing as an example, yes. right? People are con- like, you could feel it in the, regardless if you're in the marketplace or not, people are chasing gains in stocks. People are yes. chasing gains in cryptocurrency. Same thing with within marketing, right? People have forgot a certain level of patience to be able to make a marketing channel work. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the team and I, we take the stance of, look, if we, if you, if any company decides to leverage the power of audio, regardless of if it's a client acquisition partner, or a lot of times, I think even in your case, a talent retention or talent acquisition channel, or even when we're talking about that circle of awesomeness, maybe it's a partner, a new partner, a new joint venture type right. of acquisition, right? Can't, yeah. It's not always just a front-end client. If we're going to partner with a brand, you know, w- we want them to understand that it is that medium. It's, it's a brand equity play, right? Yes. It is a, you know, medium to long-term type of play. And what's happening, I see this so much in, in, in the marketplace is that everybody's chasing these new mediums, these new channels. Hey, let's test this out for two weeks. Okay, now it's fizzled out. Let's go to the next new social media. Okay, that's not working anymore. That's, you know, let's go to this other one, right? And and what ends up happening is that these businesses are building the equivalent of these broken bridges, right? right? So we take the stance of, hey, we're going to help you not just have a great show, but to actually build that real bridge. Yeah. whether it's clients or partners or, 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 or talent. And, you know, we're working with, I believe, the right companies that are mm-hmm. making these just, just a tremendous impact within their marketplace, regardless of if it's tech or, or what have you. Um, and we, we believe we can be, if not, you know, 
the the top company to be able to do this, one of the top premier organizations to be able to partner with B2B brands, right? Because those companies, they get it. You know, yeah. it's just like you guys, you guys are in it to build the best culture for yes. your leaders, yeah. right? And we talked about so many different aspects of this, but I think your leaders can also see it, right? In your trainings, when you bring yeah. in different guest speakers in yes. your summits, right? Yeah. That you guys are doing, right? In your, in, you know, there's just so many different ways you guys are looking to provide value. And really, I think those are the companies that regardless of recession, of pandemic yeah. or some other crazy thing happening, those are the companies that are going to be able to make the longest run, right? And so much of it is, is going to be a real asset for years to come. Yeah. Well, it's so fascinating because one of our one of our alumni who's going to be coming on and joining, uh, so I'm not going to make it public, but sure. you know, he was sharing massively, massively successful. And he was sharing about his brand creating a podcast because he had seen what we've been doing over the last two and a half, three years and seeing the circle of awesomeness and saying, wow, I think there's an opportunity for me to grow my brand and to position myself with this younger demographic. You know, that's what he's seeing. Yeah. You know, he's sort of my age uh, and younger demographic as my business grows and thrives. And, and again, like, you know, one of the things as well about about anything people do, they need to have a vision of it. So it's like you said, I think it was so great. Oh, they do it for two months. They do it for two weeks. No, no, no. I'm going to do this, put a stake in the ground, and then we're going to build things around it. And this is something that is just going to be one more way that we build our brand. And, and so, so, you know, when our, when we have our, our, our leaders and the thinking about their businesses, again, are you doing something and just kind of waving at it? No, put it in and don't take it out and just have it build and build and build, you know, Facebook marketing, whatever, you know, just put that in, make that investment, yeah. keep doing it, keep doing it. Oh, this week wasn't so good. I'll stop. No, keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. You've got to, especially with marketing, really, really live it for a long time to really give that, that sense, you know, and, and, and you know, and again, it doesn't necessarily have to be forever, but it's, it's, you've yep. got to make that long-term investment to make sure that your you give it a chance. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's something that, you know, I think you guys speak and execute so well, which is you take a stand for what you believe in, yeah. right? You reemphasize it over and over. I mean, I was, people are probably, you know, cracking up because we talked about the four referability habits, but how many times, how many conversations does that come up in, right? Regardless. And, and you, I know you guys drilled it and, and, you know, certainly when I was a part of the program, um, but there's so many of the other things that you, you even talk about, right? Even your email signature, you know, yeah. highlights so yes. many of those. And I know we've, we've done solos and stories and reading the, the same message, yes. right? That, you know, you're a results-oriented type of organization. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that you guys take a stand for the people that, that you enroll, you know? And I think that's, that's such a powerful uh, way. Of being able to stand in the market. And I think a lot of companies are just now starting to see that power in, in the momentum being able to kind of compound in, in that way. Yeah. No, it's really fascinating, Jay. And it's not surprising. We actually had a number of other topics that that we were going to talk through, but I know we 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 sort of have a have a kind of an idea of a range of a conversation that we're going to have. And so so Jay, you know, 
I have one final question, but I wanted to thank you fully, uh, you know, first of all, for for speaking at all our trainings or, you know, or sorry, consistently every year and being one of our top rated speakers and, you know, just, just, um, you know, making such an enormous impact on our, on our business. And, and you're one of the people that we go to just period for strategy. Jay, what do you think about this? And I know Jay and I talk regularly and, and, and I know, you know, we talk about your business and then, and then I know I've provided referrals and we'll continue to in the future. Um, but, but it's, it really is great when you have a relationship really work. Um, and certainly your, your relationship in my, in my life that really works. And I want to acknowledge you for that. And thank you. Thanks. So, feelings mutual. That's for sure. And, and, and and so the 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 final question, you know, when you think of a leader of tomorrow, what comes to mind for you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what what a it's so funny because like even that question caught me off guard a little bit. Yeah, um, but that's good. It's good. Look, I think of a leader of tomorrow is that person that's willing to be brave enough to voice their vision to be brave enough to take a look into the future, to be brave enough to cast that vision, whether it's personal, whether it's for business, whether it's for their team, whether it's just for them and their partner, you know, to be able to say, hey, you know what? This is what I want. This is what I choose for myself, you know? And it's not because Chris told me to do it. It's not because Jay told me to do it. It's not because so-and-so on social media told me to do it, but it's genuinely because I chose to do it. And I think, I you know, that's, 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 that's a great level of leadership to be able to step into. And, I, and I, if you can do that, I think you are definitely a leader of tomorrow. I love it. I love it. Choice. And, 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 and again, one of the things you talked about earlier was, was it's okay to repeat yourself. And it is because we forget. And are we doing it? So one of the mm. things that has, you know, just one final concept that I want people, I would say to really be able to choose properly someone needs to actually create a philosophy. And one of the things Jim Rohn taught me decades ago was Chris, or not Chris, but to all his people listened and read his books. <laughs> no, Chris, he was talking directly. Exactly. Well, but that's what you feel like when people speak to you. Just like, I hope people feel like they're talking to me. You know, it's like they're eavesdropping yeah. in a conversation with Jay and I, and it's, you need to create a philosophy of life. What's your life going to be about? And then choose. And so part of that is we've got to go listen to podcasts. We've got to go listen to audible books. We've got to go read Mm. books. We've got to go talk to really great people who, you know, and have conversations about, you know, what do I want my life to be about? And, you know, where do I stand on the side of this topic or that topic and then be tested, you know, because one thing as well is we can think things in our head, but until we put them out in the world with somebody and, and then they're, they're like, no, Chris, I don't think you got it right. Or, oh, no, that sounds right. You know, then you know you've got it. Like, you know, and, and then again, you can make powerful choices. So I really, I really love our conversation and, uh, and thanks so much, Jay. Thank you, Chris. I really appreciate all of our conversations. And uh, this one was also amazing. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm going to let you jump. You have a fantastic day. I know we will talk uh, real soon. Cheers, my friend. Take care. You bet. Bye-bye. Hey leaders, I hope you enjoyed this episode. By now, you are aware that we work with ambitious students every single year to not only help them run their first successful business, but to further their development as a leader and give them an unfair advantage in the future over their counterparts. 
It's why starting now and only for the next few weeks, we'll be on campuses across Ontario, Quebec, and the East Coast, interviewing students who think they have what it takes to start their first business and get started down their path of entrepreneurship. If you think you have what it takes or know someone who might be interested, visit leaderspodcast.ca slash apply and start your application process today. Once again, it's leaderspodcast.ca slash apply. And I can't wait to see you on the other side.